this week's episode of Third and Forever, Kevin and I recap week 16 of the 2021 NFL season. Then we go into our segments, Performance of the Week, Myth Beerman Award, Stock Up, Stock Down, and preview week 17 of the 2021 NFL season. And things as always, our two-minute drill. All right, let's go. Welcome to this week's episode of Third and Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Adam Ozdre, as always, by my co-host, Kevin Ohm. Kevin, I I, I want to say, how are you doing this week? But like, the, it just keeps going. So I feel like the answer is always the same. Yeah, I mean, this one was a little bit special, given that, you know, the Packers gave me a Christmas present that was... Baker Mayfield. Cardiac the, the Christmas arrest. present yeah. was Baker Mayfield. He's no, the Christmas present Baker for all Packers fans. is the most generous... A Christmas gift giver I've ever seen in my entire life, except yeah. he gives the gift and then he he yells about the gift he just gave you for a, a while. Um, yeah. And so I think we'll probably dive into that a little more specifically, but I can't complain with the result. How are you? Um. Well, <laughs> Christmas wasn't ruined. It, like yeah. it, I didn't have a sour taste like last year because we didn't mm-hmm. play on Christmas this year. So that was I, nice. I, like Nick Chubb got a touchdown, and I thought, like, what if it happens again? <laughs> it didn't, but I mean, I was, it, I was remembering. It, the difference there, though, is the Saints realized, hey, Kamara is doing whatever he wants. Let's just keep giving him the ball. The Browns were like, Chubb's having a great day. Even Ernest De- De- Johnson was having a good day. And they're yeah. like, let's, let's put the hands in Baker Mayfield numerous times in crucial moments. You know who's our guy? Let them down. The just guy who only has down. three interceptions so far. <laughs> God, like I just and like there were some of them were just so bad. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, let's just dive right into your game because we'll talk yeah. about the Vikings game. Uh so, so of course pa- mm-hmm. the, yeah, the, the Packers defeat the Cleveland Browns at Lambeau 24 to 22. Um, kind of like a like again, this was not a flashy game especially like the Packers have had now several wins. It looks like this where like they're, they're playing well, they're not making mistakes and they're winning, you know, it's not like winning like blowouts. Yeah. But it's you not know, they're doing enough to win. They're yeah, not, it's not like several other game games away. that we'll talk about that happened this yeah. week that were not even close. You know, there's, they're yeah. really, I don't know if Joe Barry's ever heard the term like foot on throat or Matt LaFleur. Cause if they've heard it, they haven't taken it to heart. It's going um, to the the Mike Zimmer school of thought school and just being like let's just it's not a good let teams I don't like hang around yeah no it's <laughs> it's awful it's it's de- it's defensive minded guys all the time being like we we have a one point lead that's enough for we'll my sit defense. on it forever yeah it's, it's infuriating as a fan yeah and so I think the first thing you got to mention right off the bat though about this game. Uh, Aaron Rodgers sets the Packers franchise record for most touchdown passes by a single player, uh, mm-hmm. beating Brett Favre and had a nice little, a uh, little home video of Brett Favre to go along with it, which, yeah, I mean, it, it's, I, I think it has to be Brett Favre's most successful home See, video. How, how do you feel? How do you feel like, cause uh, so Brett Favre now has been uh, around like on, like he was on the Manning cast and he's, oh, he's getting out like, there. 
since he has been retired, how do you feel like he refers to like the Vikings? Like when he talks about them, he calls them like he he calls himself like we or it's like, you know, well, we, you know, well, he uh, was like, literally a member of the Vikings. I know, but saying. like, it's just, it's just funny that like, he's just, I don't like, he doesn't really give into like a stereotypical, like I'm sure like a rivalry. Like he just like being like, oh yeah, he refers to himself. As well, but, but at the Viking same time, I'm, I'm sure that now he would love the narrative to be, you know, Brett Favre doesn't care about the rivalry. He's above it all. He went to the Vikings to screw the Packers specifically. And it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't like he just ended up there and went, oh, shucks, I guess I'll keep playing my football here. Yeah. I mean, it was it was purposeful. And I think everything about that situation is cool. Well, and also, a lot, it, but... it's it's not like a Greg Jennings where like he, he went here and didn't do a whole lot. Like Brett Favre like came and like his first year, obviously, was real close. very, very good. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, MVP talk that year of like who was around. And I don't even know who in the MVP that year. Probably Peyton Manning. I don't know. It's um, always Peyton Manning. I guess one in doubt. That would make sense because they went to the Super Bowl. But yeah. Um but uh I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's 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 definitely something. It it will always annoy me that he has like I think double jerseys in Canton, I believe, mm-hmm. which is Not absolutely Jets, patently ridiculous. Yeah, if you're gonna do that, throw the Jets one in there for it. <laughs> throw the Falcons one in there is like a little little trivia nugget. But uh but yeah, I mean, you know, he 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 did his little home video. Uh, after you know very graciously congratulating Rodgers said you know go win a Super Bowl and and that was it it was short sweet and to the point which is mm-hmm. how Favre is best served most of the time and uh and yeah and it went to uh Alan Lazard and I I want to toot my own horn here a little bit right after that I tweeted that Devante was so mad he didn't get it he's gonna get the next three there were only two but he got both of them so we'll see what mm-hmm. happens this coming weekend but uh yeah, and that was that was kind of an offensive explosion in the second quarter. And then they didn't do anything for no. a while and yeah. kind of let the Browns back into this game. And that brings us to the Browns side of things. They ran all over the Packers Yeah, uh, when they tried. There were a great many times when they seemed like they didn't want to, which is weird. And Baker Mayfield ended up throwing four interceptions. I think two of which I don't even think he complained that much about, but two of them he definitely did. And the one to seal the game at the end has been the subject of a lot of conversations after the fact, I think spurred on by, uh, was it Buck and Aikman? I think. Yeah. In this game. Yeah. Yeah. Spurred on by Buck and Aikman, just bemoaning the tragedy that was a ticky tacky holding call that wasn't called because they hadn't been calling it that way the entire game. I mean, it was called consistently. Alan Lazard had a catch way down the sideline that he hauled in with one hand because he was getting interfered with. The refs were very let them play in this game. But they they threw a flag on that. They threw a flag on that play. No, they didn't. Pretty sure they, I thought they they did. Nope. He caught it. They gave him a first down, but because he Mm. caught it, but they didn't throw a flag on that play. And I mean, it was kind of like that all day. And as long as it's consistent, I feel like that's what we always say on on this show, where it's like, if you want to call it one way or the other, fine, but make it consistent. And I felt yeah. like that's what they did. I mean, there were not a lot of calls anywhere in this game. It was kind of, for the most part, I actually 
enjoyed the officiating. I didn't have a lot of major gripes with it because mm-hmm. it was it was minimal. You almost you know the best refs are the ones that you forget are there. Yeah. Um. And so I don't know. A lot of people talking about that. A lot of hullabaloo that. I don't know, Aikman especially well, it just sounded very what's, heartbroken. What's challenge? What's always annoying about plays like that? I I don't think like in the in the scope of that game, I don't. I I was fine with a no flag being thrown. Yeah. Um. But with the, I think what a lot of people have issue with, and this is just a large scope thing. This is not a oh my gosh the Packers getting everything thing, but it's the refs just being bad at their job. Like just, that's just kind of what it is. And so you have games where, Oh, that's a flag a hundred percent of the time. And you have other games where it's never thrown. And that's yeah. the problem. Inconsistency that's, game to the game. Incon- the yeah. inconsistency being consistently like the consistently bad inconsistency. Consistently inconsistent. Like, exactly. And it's, and I think that's why like anytime a game and cause that essentially, I mean, it ended the game. Yes. The Packers it did. Had to yeah. Get first, it literally had to get a first game. down. But no, they didn't after that, that. They had to get a first down and they didn't. And then that just No, they, they did. No, they got because they had the, the Browns did still they? had three timeouts with four and there was 45 seconds left. Yeah. So that the Browns oh, technically right, right. could have got the ball having to go like, you know, who knows how far with you know 30 seconds left. Yeah, they could have gotten um, the ball with with yeah, it, basically an impossible situation if the Packers didn't get it, which they did end up getting it. So basically it yeah. did end the game. Yeah, and, and it's one that like that's always gonna I, I hate I hate when games are ended that way and we've there's just it happens way too often where you just feel like any any kind of like weird murkiness that you can yeah. you know it's like a judgment call it sucks it well, sucks if you're on either side because if you're yeah. a, t- a fan of the team that benefited you're like sweet I'll yeah, absolutely but if you're a, a fan like a your Browns fan or anyone else you're like that's bull you could call bullshit and you're not gonna you're yeah. gonna be partly justified. And you put, well, and when it's at the end of the game like that too, it puts, you know, a magnifying glass and a microscope on whatever specifically happened right there, which, like I said, there are instances of the Packers receivers, you know, getting hand checked aggressively and stuff like that, that kind of, I, I genuinely believe that it was called consistently in both, you know, in, in favor and against the Packers. And that's just, that's the only play that anyone was kind of talking about um after the fact i don't know i mean we we won i'd rather it be by more points Um, i think my 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 issue is that like baker mayfield is (laughs) is so infuriating to watch because they'll have throws and plays where you're like there's something here and then it'll just like i mean that third and 19 one or whatever where you guys when they're like technically in field goal range yeah he just hucks it and he completely overthrows Landry and it's yeah. right into, I don't know if that one is one of Douglas's. Was that his, was that his way, first one? It might've been his first one where he like, yeah, he was behind his, him. His first one, it was actually a decent read and savage kind of bit on the underneath route and then recovered really well, but it's still there. I mean, I, the, the thing that I don't get about Baker is, you know, it, he's, he's out there complaining and maybe he has some ground on, on some of this stuff, but you can't throw four interceptions and expect no. to win. I mean, he got I don't sacked a, a whole bunch. Like yeah. he didn't play well. I don't have a problem with him putting his hands up, being like looking for a flag on the last one because every single quarterback will do that. Yeah, like every every quarterback in that situation. Oh, it drives is me gonna, nuts when Rogers is going to be that. like, "Are you yeah. kidding me? Are you kidding me?" You know, because like, well, and that's one thing too where it's like I hate 
the the worst part about it is when you see a quarterback make a bad throw or a, a questionable throw and they just instantly look for flags. Like my, yep. I have grievances with Rogers as a person, like, yes, because he's very, very good as a person, <laughs> as a oh, man. Like, no. Well, like, I, well, like obviously this year with all of his off fields, like, yeah, I have, I don't agree with him on that. And I know you and I are in agreement on a lot of his stances like that, that we kind of saw, but like on his on field stuff, the thing that bothers me the most about him is the, like, is the looking at like to for, look at point blame at something like either if it's at a receiver or a call that bothers me about every quarterback throw. Yeah. So like, I, I don't fault Baker for doing it in that moment because that's the game and he's going to like look and try to no, do No, I don't, I don't necessarily fault him for that either, but it's, it's not a good look, especially when you're complaining about your fourth interception and it's like, no, yeah. man, come on. I mean, yeah. But like, I don't know. He's had ones like the one he threw to Douglas on the sideline where his receiver, I think was trying to come back and like, it was a bad thrown ball and he fell down mm-hmm. and Douglas yep. was just like right there. That was an awful throw. The overthrow yeah. to land is really awful bad. throw. Yeah. The, the deep shot, the deep one into double coverage where uh savage was there. It's like, that was yeah, that terrible. One. What are you doing? And then the, the last one honestly is the least bad one of the bunch because there was contact. There was well that, and the know, ball the, also got tipped ever so slightly at the line. I saw a lot of people trying to to say that that would have negated the holding, ah, which is not how holding works. Defensive no. holding, but even that. I mean, so it was a little bit off target because of that. If it hadn't happened there, maybe that receiver does catch the ball. I mean, he was right there. It was just a little yeah. bit off. Well, so. and it's hard to because you can say there you can you can see it both ways, being like. Yes, the receiver initiated contact, but at the same, on the flip side of it, the receiver has the right to that space, the route, you know. And if a defender is not is it in where they are, like you, yeah. there's always the offensive argument. That's why playing defense is so difficult well, because it, so many rules are against you. And that's why I'll kind of prefer officiating, like how we saw it in this game, where you know. I'd rather just not have the judgment call of, okay, did the receiver run in and shove him? Cause that's like a penalty in its own right. Or, it, or you know, it, if it's anything that is even fairly minor in terms of, you know, egregious pass interference and stuff like that, it still needs to get called. But when it's kind of just contact and physical play, yeah. I don't, I don't have a giant problem with it. Um, yeah. This was a big, big, uh, Christmas was a big day for the for Vikings Twitter and the uh, Packers get all the calls and the NFL is rigged for the team that hasn't been to the Super Bowl in 11 years. That was a really funny take that I kept seeing everywhere. I also saw one that it's rigged for money because the NFL is a business, so they rig it for the smallest market team. I I mean, Just I'm not a math size, major. Just amount, it like... Like the Packers draw a lot larger of a like fa- like a following and market wise like eyes audience. It, I mean, the it's, Cleveland it's, Browns. It's, it's bigger like than Green Bay, but to say that like the NFL would make more money with a Green Bay Super Bowl than with like you know why wouldn't they rig it for like the Rams or something like that? A team in the biggest. I mean, they, why, they did why a is, couple years ago. All the Saints. Why are all the New York teams consistently terrible? That wasn't a rig though. That's not sitting down well, before the season starts and going all right. We're I don't. Gonna, I don't agree. We're set I don't it all agree up. that uh, like the NFL is rigged, like a certain way yeah. that some people call it. I do think there 
absolutely think that there are teams that the front offices and like the NFL as a whole recognize, Hey, having, let's say like Packers Patriots or Packers, you know, whatever chiefs at this moment in as a Super Bowl is much more appealing for a marketing standpoint and a promotional standpoint and advertising than say like, you know, the Cardinals, you know, like I I just, I just feel like the worst Super Bowl is still going to get, everyone to watch well, of, it of like, course but like the super bowl has say, never had like a ratings problem but they're like all right we got to cook these books a little bit and get the drama all you know jacked you, you up can't, here. It's you can't tell bowl. me you can't tell me that the ratings for the super bowl would be better with the packers chiefs versus like the cardinals browns but like, but i'm saying like any playoff that's, that's team, what i'm talking about here and and if the ratings are those, better those i think it's two, marginal because I, mean, I think everyone who cares is already going to watch regardless no, I understand that, but like, I, it's just I don't, I don't know. That's where I'm like by the business side of it. There are t- there are ways that I'm sure that like it looks better that the Packers, who have been one of the better teams for a while, yeah, you know, for the last two decades. But, have, but like, you know, some of the, these, no one. I'm not saying that the Packers, like the Packers in the 70s and 80s, I'm sure would not be getting the same type of like marketing. Nor is marketing very different nowadays. Like it's just different now. Like it, it yeah, goes by the, the team's consi- like consistent performance on the field. Yeah, but but the conspiracy theories that seem to kind of assert that like Goodell sits down at the start of the season and says, "All right, these the, you know we're, this team is going to get all the calls." You hear that zebras, and you know they got to they got to I mean, it all it, out. It, I mean, it's it, just it not does true. make your it does raise your eyebrows a bit if it you're doesn't a fan. Raise, it lowers no, my eyebrows. No, listen, I get, I get listen, angry. It raises you know, your eye because you're a fan of the Packers. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Is it's your team? Like it is interesting when you see the graph for a ten year, a decade long. That graph is highly influenced by Aaron Rodgers' hard count. I again, like I don't think it is. It's it's about first downs off of penalty. That's all that those plays are. Is first downs off of penalty. Also, it's also including the defense being penalized least amount. It also control your defense, like that kind of stuff. I don't. It's the how different they are to everyone. If you're trying to say that now, the Packers' defense is getting the benefit of the doubt. A team with superstars like Kevin King out there grabbing people's jerseys in the NFC Championship. I am simply saying it makes people be like, well, of course they're going to easily point it when they see shit like that and how different. Like the Packers are literally way over here. And everyone else that, is that like graph down here. also has like, some fucked up axes. Everyone is really close together and they just cut off 95% of the graph and they don't really, you know, advertise you that the axes they, are it, from like the, 80 the, the to labels, 81. They're all labeled the same way. It's like, yeah, it, but they it, cut off like most of like the zero to whatever <laughs> they cut off most of that. I just think but, you'd be I feeling mean, differently if that was another team in that. I'm sure I would feel differently. I mean, I'm sure that's that, my point. I'm sure that I'm influenced by it, but I don't know. The conspiracy theories at this point, I'm trying to look at them with a sense of humor because I have to look at them because you like all of them. And so they just get shoved into my eyeballs and there's nothing I can do about it. So I might as well just have a good time with it. I'm I'm not going to change what I like because I'm like, oh no, I don't want Kevin to see this and be upset. I, like, I tweeted about it and I thought that you were going to like contend with me and like dispute no. it. And I have, I have like five no different to. tweets screenshotted with like a little Adam Oz liked it in the corner. I'm like, yep, I got, yeah, I got I, receipts I to, and you, you. I don't have to answer to you what I like on Twitter. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't look at what you like. 
Because that's like, the other thing. Part of it is my fault because I I kind of engage with the Vikings content, even though I should. You absolutely do. So no, no wonder the algorithm so, wants. And so to show part it of it's my fault on your feed. Part of it is your fault because <laughs> a lot of this stuff that I see that pisses me off is stuff that you liked, and it's like Adam liked this. We should show it to Kevin, and it hasn't figured out yet that that is not remotely a gauge of where I'm. If at you're ever gonna content. look for me to be like. Oh, Kevin, I am so sorry. All hail Packers. I respect thee and I worship. I understand the legitimacy. Like, I'm never going to do that. I'm never, I'm, I'm always going to not want the Packers to win. The same as I'm never going to want the Bears, the Lions to win. I'm just like, saying, <laughs> I, I blame you most, okay. at least 50 right. 50, probably 60 40, honestly. Okay. Great. And, and with or that, whatever, talk whatever about, makes you feel better. <laughs> and with that, talk about salty Vikings fans. Do you want to? Oh, I'm not. You segue I'm, not, I'm into... never. I'm never salty. I'm. I'm more salty about my own team making me. Yeah. Salty. No. Exactly. Like, <laughs> and I want to talk about your team and how they made you salty this week. Um. So, well, on on conspiracy theory here. <laughs> oh boy. Is it? Can we? I just want to maybe open a dialogue. Do you? Is it possible that Mike Zimmer went up to little little baby Clint Kubiak and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. strong armed him and said? Hey kid, listen up here. Like you better not try to one up me in my defense. If I have a lead, you better sit in your hands and make it so the defense wins us the game. Wow. So like, Mike Zimmer's like full blown like mafia mob boss well, out well, here. It's like, like, it'd he, be a real knows. shame if uh, like, you know something were to happen. He has to know. Like he knows his time is coming up, and he's like, this is like a hail mary attempt. Like I gotta make it look like because like honestly. But I feel like his time is coming up because of what he did. Oh, so I know. Like, no, it, it, it completely that? doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. But like yeah. he's just trying to last ditch, you know, I'm already out the door. Maybe just fuck it and try it, you know, because like worst case scenario is the because the defense kept us in this game for for a very long time. Well, and I mean, Matt offense, Stafford kept you in this game. All by um, do, can I just say, <laughs> can I just say how like, do you do? Do you owe me? anything here no. what well, i've been no, saying i've all i've never really long. disagree with you i've just tried God, to psychoanalyze the root of the take and <laughs> i think saying, i got man. to the bottom of it but like he was defense, really bad because like yeah. we do not have like the defense we've had you know key pieces out obviously and and some players not playing the way they did the end of last year like cam danzler has not played nearly as well as he did for most of last season. And, you know, you have still guys looking like for Eric, OBJ in the end zone. You still have, you know, him. Eric, you have Eric Kendricks. I think though, like he did play, he had a really good game. He, he needs to catch that interception though. That first one. I mean, it was a gift I, I on the Rams. That one, so I'll take your word the, for it. The Rams literally like Stafford, like if you look at the highlights on the first drive right around midfield, I mean, he, he lollipops it behind a receiver and cams like, just kind of waits for it. That's my issue with them. He doesn't go after the ball. He kind of waits to receive it. And he's like trying to like fall down and catch it with his body. And he just mm-hmm. like, dude, go get it. Like get that ball and go running. Like you can have a chance with it. And he's done that numerous times this year, which drives me crazy. It's like the, he's like the classic sometimes like DB hands. Like, Oh, you play defensive back because you're, you, you don't have good enough hands to play receiver. Good old uh, brick hands. Yeah. And it's, it's frustrating. Cause it's like Breland did that a lot. Um, but Cam Danzer's done that a lot too. And that, I mean, Stafford, <laughs> he gate, he was literally trying to give this game away and yeah, he, he had quite literally, he ended up with three interceptions, probably should have had five. And like, we just, 
it was a tale of what happens all year long where we just cannot capitalize. Like we just are always right there in the right position. You, we made, you did capitalize when it was on like the three yard line. So that was yeah, good. Right. And yeah, exactly. And like, we you know, I think we had it the other two turn, like when we started on midfield, like across midfield possession, we came away with, I think like only three points. It was and field goal city, which is something that I kind of noticed that I, I feel like Zimmer, if there was like a, a spectrum in the NFL of all the coaches, like most likely to go for a fourth down, least likely like Zimmer yeah. would be very close to least likely. He, well, and that's the old thing school. too. Like we actually like we're ranking, like I think right around the top 10 uh, for, for sure in the top 10 of conversion rate of fourth downs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, but that might be a product of this, like that's just this year. And like, but like historically speaking, he, he's just never really good at like, his weakness, a major weakness is game management, game and clock management. Like he just doesn't realize like the good time to go and be aggressive. And he's usually wrong. Like does it at the world, like it just backfires and it's, it's not great. The problem that we had too, is like the Rams had so many offensive linemen out. I think they had three starting offensive linemen out. They and had, they I think, still, five total by the end of the game. I think a couple guys yeah. got hurt in the game. Yeah. And, like, the, the problem is they still let Sony Michelle run for a 100 or had a 130 yards, and Henderson, on his one carry, gets 17. I mean, they were yeah. – we couldn't get any pressure on Stafford. And we still – like, they still were trying to give us the game. And it's – like, our I thought our coverage downfield was great with all the amount of time Stafford had. I mean, he had so much time to throw. And a lot of the time, like – you know, wasn't able to do a whole lot with it. And I think Cooper cup, like 10, yes, he had 10 catches for 109 yards. One of them being on that 37, that 37 uh, yard play, one of those uh, catches. So like that inflates it a bit. And even then, like on that play, DJ Wanham is being held inside. Like as he's trying to break towards Stafford, he's being hooked. And so like, there were, there were things on that play where the Rams and we've seen this before the Rams get away with a lot of where their hand placements are. They let them kind of get outside the numbers, which mm-hmm. that's letter of the law is a hold. And, you know, we saw it with the Niners and I think it's, it's, you can't do anything about it. Um, I don't have a huge issue with the refs today. I just think it's hard to win games like that when, you know, big plays. Cause I was on a key third down. I mean, mm-hmm. and also my issue my biggest grievance I have is the Cooper cup on the sideline where they, the fastest forward progress call. I mean, he's oh, literally, yeah. he is literally still moving forward inbounds. And then he's stripped. He loses the ball. Kendricks picks it up and he runs. He's on, un, unabated. Yeah. And, and, and that's it's like, that's kind of one of those weird, like, cause then they, they like ruled forward progress and you can't review forward progress in these yeah. certain situations. And it's yeah. like, it was a big, like, why can't we just review? So like, why are there these rules where it's like, thou shalt not review, you know, know, X, Y, and Z in these very specific scenarios. Cause you just well, can't. And it's like, why and not? What's frustrating about it is he's literally moving forward. Like he is still moving up field. And, you know, we have, you know, Warren Sharp, even like who you and I both enjoy a lot of the Warren Sharp content. And I, we think, you know, he, he puts out a lot of stuff. Warren Sharp loves the Vikings because they have a lot of offensive weapons and he hates them because they don't use them like how they should. He's a big, 
hate the run basically like yeah he hates no, paying he hates running backs it. he hates running on second and 10 which i agree second and long is the dumbest thing to run on it's like you don't get anything but what if you get passing. three yards and then and, and the, the worst thing is every seven. once in a once in a blue moon you'll have a running back break and get nine or ten yards and they're like see that's why you do it and it's like no like it, it's so frustrating we there was this i saw a stat where we went three straight quarters without running a pass play on like <laughs> second down. I mean that, that the stat is bananas. You're like, how is that possible? And, um, you know, Warren Sharp was quoted by seeing ridiculous call on the Vikings game ref ruled. He stepped out of bounds before the fumble. He did not, but then, then they claimed they can't review it because forward progress was stopped. So the original call was he was out of bounds when he fumbled it. And then Zimmer's like, oh, I challenged that. They go, oh, actually, it was forward progress. It's, it's not so, that anymore. So it's like I, shit like that, man. And the game, I think at that time, it was only a three-point game. I think it was 13 to 10. And they went down and scored. On Wasn't that, that at like on the that very time. end, though, I think? I can't remember. I, I don't know. Either way, it was a one-score game where we, yeah. had, we had come back into it. I think it might have been, oh, it was it was 20 to 23 at that yeah. point. Yeah, yep. And so it's like they allowed them to go up 30 to, to 20, with you know no time really left in the game it's like that kind of like shit like that man like it's it's game changing Mm -hmm. and that bothers me and also like Kirk Cousins the interception at first when I saw it I was like what are we doing but then at second glance I'm like oh it literally just hit Osborne right in the hands and it bounced off his hands so I'm like okay now I don't have a problem like I tweeted being like that was a bad throw because I thought the defender like it you know tipped it out but no it literally just hit osborne straight in the hands and i'm like that yeah i saw your miss dealing i saw your kirk blasphemy there i'm not gonna lie i was pretty shocked but i I acknowledge when he throws out when he has bad decisions like you know like i he just never uh, does an issue i also had was how quickly he fired it in the flat like when we got down on the goal line and i'm like like what are we doing but then i look in the end zone we had two guys in the end zone that kirk haters yeah like like cling to like they were every Kirk hater went yep I knew it when he did that yeah well because like I mean the thing is too like he had time I don't know but at the same time he was getting blown up I mean we well so I I have two questions for you yeah and one of them where are you at with Aaron Donald as a punk bitch where where are we sitting right right now with you um I don't know I don't are you ready to join the movement no, I don't think so. Um, just because, like, I don't know. Like, he's very good. Like, I think I have a I problem know. with the people I pick fights with and, like, vendettas against. Because it's, like, the guy that got, like, defensive player of the year, like, the last 10 years in a row. The guy with yeah. the most Super Bowls in the history of the NFL. Like, I I don't know why I keep doing this, but I do I think it. I think part of it is, like, in the back of your mind, you just really wish you had them or like, Oh, you for just, sure. Yeah. I would like, and, like, and so that, and that's now. why, like, yeah, like it just, it just, you know, you hate it because if we had Aaron really Donald, I'm like, nah, he's a punk bitch. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I think obviously like this, this really hurts playoff chances. And I, I don't know. I, I, what's frustrating is that I think that this is a, this was a winnable game. And I, I, Felt if it weren't for way. that punt return, it would have been tied. Well, theory. and also on that punt return, punt return, there were literally like the first one on Chesenia, 
looked pretty close to being blocked in the back. Troy Die literally got blocked in the back. Like he, you know, you have a defender come running. No, up behind but him Adam, he like, did smelling Whoa. salts. When like, you do smelling salts before punt return, your team gets to block in the back. Th- that's when that's ridiculous. That's in the rules. That's, it's like I immediately is when I saw it happen. Where I'm like, defenders don't just get fall down like they're not actively going for a tackle like he's he's setting his feet and then all of a sudden he gets launched forward it's like i mean mine do that sometimes special teams but uh okay so second question yeah all right you ready for this one Mm -hmm. would you rather what happens happens where matt stafford plays like shit and you're you're validated in that respect but you lose or would you rather stafford have played really well and Kirk played poorly, but you guys win somehow. Oh, dumb question. I want us to win. Okay. I don't give a shit okay. about like Good. empty stats. Okay. Like I thought, I thought like Kirk, you, give a, Kirk, you don't give a shit about your, your, your hot takes. No, like I think that like Kirk played, Kirk played. I wouldn't have said anything because like Stafford, like he should have played much better. Like he definitely should have played much better. Like credit to Dalvin Tomlinson, Michael Pierce, Anthony Barr had a hell of a game. I think like, I don't know, like credit to our, the defense. Like they did, a, they did their job. Yes. They gave up a lot of points. Um, Anthony you know, Barr with the excuses up. also, by the way. I mean, I wasn't in the stadium. So Anthony I Barr like, hates the fans is what I heard. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that's fair, but at the same time, like counterpoint, you guys should have given fans a more reason. Like if maybe if you weren't seven and seven, <laughs> they'd probably be a little more amped up. I don't know. Nah. And, and also like, I don't know. I don't have a fault with it. Like again, though, I wasn't in the stadium. I don't know how loud it was or how what it is. I, I mean, have see, you guys like, thought about like adding some sort of, I don't know, sound effect to kind of let people know when something is happening. Pumping in crowd noise. I'm like, no, we're not the Seahawks. We don't. No, no. I just mean Um, like some button that you could press and like eventually you'd overdo it and you'd press it too much. Then when something actually happens, you got to press it like seven times. I don't know what you're alluding to. You don't know what I'm. I know what you're. I know what you're alluding to. (laughs) Are you talking about like the on the big screen? Like it just says "get loud" or "get on your feet." No, he's talking about the horn. I'm talking about the the horn. Oh, I know the horn. I can't watch games in U.S. Bank Stadium, even on TV. It annoys the absolute crap out of me. (laughs) That it's doing its job. It's 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 sole it's, purpose it's is to annoy job. you. Like it's a guy like <laughs> annoys the opposing crowd. That's what it's supposed to do. Noise yeah. Kevin. Perfect. It works. Yeah, it works. It works like a charm. Again, the Vikings are not there to appease you, Kevin. Well, they they should try it. I no, just no, try something new. No. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Um. Jefferson had a good day. Uh. Sucks about Thielen. He was put on season-ending IR. Yeah, ankle surgery. You guys got Cook back off the COVID list and yeah, you lost Thielen. Yeah, so that was a bummer. Yeah, also, I've never maybe, seen you know, someone, I, I've never seen the camera zoom in on someone saying yelling, fuck, fuck so much, so many yeah. times. Like, well, I don't even, I'm not like judging Thielen for yeah. saying it because, like, obviously, he, I think he kind of knew that he oh, yeah. probably he, had like, a serious he was, I mean, injury. Like, he was so pissed at like his own ankle, like yeah. him just being like, you know, fed up. I don't blame him because yeah, I don't, I don't blame him for that, but I was just shocked that every time, like it was like a 30 second refreshing timer. They would just cut to like a video of Adam Thielen on the sideline, just dropping the hardest fucks you've ever seen in your entire life. It's a really easy word to lip read. He had surgery this morning, um, was successful. Uh, he's 
back in home already and, you know, recovering. I mean, it, it won't be like a long standing thing. It's unfortunate just because of, as I but talked so about he, last week, he can't come back for the playoffs, right? No, like, he's done. He's totally he's okay. Ankle surgery. Yep. Gotcha. Um, and so I think it's, it's unfortunate because I talked about how important he is to our offense. I mean, he's the glue to our offense. And I think, you know, certain plays that like the, the, at the touch, you know, the, the Osborne, like that's not being deflected off his hands as a pick, you know, like that's at the very least being an incompletion. And I think like, I, you know, the, the chemistry he has with Kirk, it's, it sucks, but you know, next man up and it, it is nice getting Dalvin back. I am curious to see what, might've happened. It had Dalvin played, you know, Madison didn't very, play very well when he did play well in his two times that he has had to start this year, um, a hundred yards in both games. But you know, we just, I just hate cause we kept running it up the middle. Like maybe don't run up the middle at Aaron Donald. One of the best, if not the best defensive player, maybe best pound for pound player in the NFL or has been the last few years. I, maybe I heard don't he's a punk do that. Bitch. I mean, I maybe don't know. Don't run at him. I just, there's no creativity. And I think, what if Clint, Mike Zimmer I mean, listens to this podcast and he's like, I heard Aaron Donald. <laughs> <laughs> that would be something, man. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's unfortunate, but it's not out of it yet. I mean, like they're but mathematically, it, you're still there. Not mathematically, math, not mathematically eliminated. So this is what it is. It's just That's a lot of have. conditions that need to, uh, need to take place, especially if the game this weekend goes a certain way. And I'm sure we'll talk about that more, but yeah. Uh, so um, on that, I think let's get into segments. A uh, couple candidates here for, for, for performance of the week. And also, I mean, for all of the segments, really, there's a lot that happened. There's a lot of blowouts that we saw a lot of shocking performances. Um, yeah, shit got turns. crazy. Uh, so it kind of makes up for the week prior where it was like, the lowest amount of touchdowns on a Sunday. They're like, we'll come back with full force. And which uh, like, saw, thank God. Like yeah. previous week before this last one was terrible. It was not yeah. fun. Um, because I don't have a, a, a backup plan. I guess I could have a backup, but I'll, I'll start off my performance of the yeah, week. I'm going to go, go with the, I'm going to go with the obvious one. Uh, it's going to give it to Mr. Joey B. Uh, Joe Burrow. Joey Bosa. Oh, just absolutely thrashing the Ravens. Yeah. Um, really the whole Bengals offense. Uh, you have Joe Burrow going 37 to 46 for 525 yards and four touchdowns, no picks. Um, he almost yeesh. threw six touchdowns. Like he yeah. was one that got called back. I mean, it was, it was a T. clinic by, had a by hell Burrow. of a day. Jamar Chase had a hell of a day. Boyd had a 68-yard touchdown run. Uh, Mixon had a 52-yard, you know, reception. And it yeah, was absurd. Well, it, and the and the best part about Joe Burrow is that you know he the, the Joe and the Bengals have kind of had uh, you know some some down times. I mean, this season is going better for them than they thought it was probably going to. But he had mm-hmm. the injury and all that stuff, so you kind of forget. Joe Burrow's got a little bit of swag to him where, oh, yeah. you know, in the post game and stuff like that, he's out here in a Santa hat and they're talking about, Oh, do you feel bad for running up the score? And he's like, no, like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, they did to us last year. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. The, the, but, so yeah. The, that's my performance of the week. The cigar picture. He didn't have a cigar this week, but it was the same vibe. No. Yeah. Uh, all right. My performance of the week, you stole mine, but I have a backup. Mm. My performance of the week is, First time this guy's ever got my performance of the week. 
Uh, Mr. Matt Nagy, congratulations, sir. I hope you've <laughs> saved your job. You oh, beat the Seahawks by one point. And I think that this just goes to show all the haters and the losers wrong. I think that you should be extended indefinitely, you know, as long as you want to keep coaching the Bears, you should get to keep coaching the Bears. You know, be you. He was him this week. He hasn't been him for a long time. And I think that the uh, the Bears would be stupid not to extend him indefinitely. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that. I'd, I'd very okay with it being extended. So, um, all right, Nathan Beerman Award. I'm going to give mine to the entire Washington football team. Uh, that was just embarrassing. It was, was uh... awful uh, Sunday night performance, and it's just it's it. You know, it it truly was say. one of those games where if the Cowboys hadn't taken their foot off of the gas, like it could have been like eighty to. 14 or whatever they ended up having like but like even then they kind of did like they the cowboys yes they didn't have dak playing the cowboys turned on cruise second half they were still kind of the gas was engaged but it wasn't they weren't really trying at that point no i mean like, was, if they were going balls to the wall you know you gotta score 75 or you lose or you know you gotta yeah. cover a 60 point spread i feel like they could have done it like i was starting to get worried for taylor heineke's like well-being i mean he yeah. took a pummeling um, I, I mean, he just hit basically every play. They had 10 quarterback hits, um, got, yeah. you know, I had, I think five sacks as a team and Heineke was sacked, I think four of those times. And it just, and this is, good. this is the final knockout blow to follow the series of body blows that the Washington football team has gotten this year, because yeah, I know I was one of the people I predicted them. I don't know if it was to win the division, but definitely to get a wild card. I think I had them in the playoffs and Mm -hmm. I know I wasn't alone in that. And I mean, they have been hugely disappointing. Yeah. You you need a quarterback and that's, that's a big thing. And apparently they need an offensive line. Like they just, I don't know. It's just not scary. Terry's not quite who we thought he was. I mean, the whole thing is just (laughs) uh, not great. Uh, My Nathan Peterman award. It's going to go to a guy that I don't think the box score really does how bad he was justice. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, the Chiefs dismantled the Steelers kind of in a similar vibe to the uh, the game we were just talking about with uh, the boys in Washington. I mean, the Chiefs got out to a lead and it was just never even kind of within reach for the Steelers. Ben went 23 of 35 for a buck 59, one touchdown and one interception. But I mean, the dude just looks old, tired. Yeah, yeah he, just he just looks, looks old, man. He just looks like he it's can't long do it season. anymore. It's like well, he's it, like fat Drew Brees now from last year, where he's just it's just upsetting to watch. Can't, can't throw the ball further than twenty yards, and it's just mm-hmm. like uh, if it can't is, keep his balance. Pretty. Like it's just yeah. not good. Yeah, um, so he gets I, I will say this game was a mat like a huge. I almost had this for one of my like stock ups or stock down my stock down. This is, this was a big blow to the Patrick Mahomes is only good because of his weapons narrative because he, yes, he had Tyreek Hill activated, but Tyreek didn't do anything because he didn't really need to Kelsey. Yeah, obviously ba- out basically no Tyreek Hill production three for yeah. 39, I believe. And Kelsey out and it didn't matter at all. 
Yeah. Like he, like Mahomes, I mean, making guys like Byron Pringle look really good. And like, I mean, like let's, let's not, let's forget here. Like there was a lot of blasphemy being said this year about Patrick Mahomes being like, Oh, well, he's not as good as we all thought. It's like, I'm sorry. A guy doesn't play the way he did for like three years. And when, uh, get to two Super Bowls, win one, and an MVP, and be in the conversation the other two years without being like really, really good. Like, okay, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's cool. It the he's really good. That. They were they were in a bad spell. They had and, an identity crisis. That's yeah. what it was. It was like the Bills. They just had a bit of an identity crisis, and they're still very good. That that's something also that I want to take away. Kind of getting off on a little tangent here, but take into next season. I want to remind myself, like, I want to set a reminder for, like, nine months from now and be like, don't panic or overreact to, like, three-week trends in the middle of the season. Because I feel like it happens every year. In a 17-game season. Like, you know. Yeah, and it's just everyone everyone left them for dead, and they're going to be probably the number one seed now. Um, Yeah. that, That brings me to my stock up. Which oh, talking about trends here, the segue. Um, my stock up is the Miami Dolphins being just continue to be extremely confusing. Uh, they are the first team in NFL history to have a seven-game losing streak and a seven-game winning streak in the same season. I mean, it's almost impossible to do that because just yeah. the numbers involved, there's very little wiggle room there. <laughs> You know, that that being said, their quarterbacks they've played or they've beaten on their seven game winning streak are not great. There's, like it there's was like Lamar, Ian, but they kind of figured Ian, him out. It was Ian Book. Uh you had uh I don't even know. Was Glennon what yeah, Glennon was in there. Glennon was in yeah. there, I think. Yeah. Like, you know, Cam Newton, Zach Wilson, <laughs> I think Zach Wilson again or someone else. Uh, who, who was starting for the Jets for a while when he was out? Not Mike White, not the legend. Um, I don't know. Yeah, like, Davis and, and, and Mills, so... like, not great, but still wild. Like I don't know. Again, with them, Tua is he good? Is he bad? I don't. I don't know. He's probably just fine. Probably I feel average, like he's. But... I feel like he's a a little bit above average. He's not awesome. He's not. My what issue is his depth of target. Be. My issue yeah. is like his depth of targets like hovers right around six yards. And like over this stretch is I mean, he just dumps it off and lets guys like waddle. Like who's going to be very good. Oh, I really dude, like Jalen waddles. Awesome. Like, I really like his game and I just, I, like, I, like I don't know. I, yeah. Well, of course, like Jalen waddle doing a penguin waddle is the greatest, most wholesome celebration ever. And like, I just never want him to stop that. And it's perfect. The waddle, the it. waddle is everything like, I, everything I love about the waddle is what I hate about the gritty. The waddle is so simple. It's so, you know, harmless and, and not, not the gritty is harmful. The gritty is harmful here. Hey, of all the people you got greed on this last you're, week. How did it feel? You're just, you're just mad that <laughs> you can do a waddle, but you can't do the gritty. That's why I can do you're, the gritty. No, you can't. I could oh, do the gritty. If I took if I took time to learn right now. the gritty. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, I need right, right. I need a full day's all worth right. of prep. All right. Okay. Actually, I, sure. I need like 20 minutes of prep, but I could it's not that hard. No, but I, if I, Adam Schefter can kind of do it, then I can do it a little bit. <laughs> Adam Schefter can't kind of do it. No, no, no. No. Video evidence. No. Um I will say about that game though, back to it. Like it was cool. OBJ, so Justin Jefferson broke obj's streak 
but BYU yeah, and they like the were making out yards, pregame and they're matching had, t-shirts. Had the most <laughs> receiving yards uh, in a player's first two years in the NFL, and he still has you know two games to play. Um, and so that was really cool. And so he obviously broke Odell's was the guy that set that, and uh, he they were wearing you know Odell was wearing a Justin Jefferson shirt you know with him on it. Justin Jefferson was wearing an Odell shirt and cause you know, they, they are both, they're close. I mean, they both went to LSU kind of like a mentor kind of a thing. Um, here's my, I didn't pull this up, but here's my Justin Baker tweet of the day. Oh boy. Um, because I saw, I saw you tweet this, you was bait. It was bait. And I didn't do it because I was like, it's ridiculous where you started saying about how Justin Jefferson is mad that he's not getting enough. You know, he like had he's, a temper he tantrum. Get it. He I saw it with tantrum. my eyes. He was he was upset because he cooked Jalen Ramsey on that play, and he wanted to score right on him, he like right in his face. He should be happy for his teammate. No, he should be complaining. He if if Justin Jefferson is targeted fifteen times in the next two games, fifteen total times, next two games, which is very likely, he'll become the most targeted player ever through the first two seasons of a career since the NFL began tracking this stat in nineteen ninety two. So. I mean, this is also goes into the people saying like Mike Florio being like, oh, it's a dig situation all over. Um, can we stop stereotyping receivers as the same person? Because they're not just because they're they share the same position and play on the same team does not mean they're the same person. I, I want to preface this. I don't like agreeing with Mike Florio, but they're pretty similar. He's how because they're they play the same position. Yeah, and they're on the they're Vikings. Both good. Yeah, and that's so that's pretty much all I need. No, like it, it's they're it's, both a it's little ridiculous. bit crazy too. There's like a little. How, how is Jefferson crazy? crazy? How Je- let, let me hear it. How is Jefferson? Jefferson crazy? And but Jefferson is what? See what Diggs wasn't. Diggs was cryptic crazy, where he was tweeting weird bullshit all the time, but no one knew what it meant. Jefferson is pander crazy. Where Jefferson goes out there every week wearing a Randy Moss this and that. And, oh, hey, did you guys like <laughs> Randy Moss? Because I feel like I'm similar to Randy Moss. It's called I, respecting it's, the, the team's history of the position and the company he's in. Like, are you, you kidding don't see, me? You don't see Devontae Adams go out there in a... They're not in the category of Randy Moss. Whoever you name is not in the category of Randy Moss. But it's, it's the same kind of, the, No one different. else in the NFL does stuff like that. And Jefferson no is smart because level. he knows that no one's every at time level to do it. No one in any position has been relative to where Randy Moss was for wide receivers. Are you really going to no, tell me wh- that? Wh- what I'm saying in their history, you don't see Debo walk out there with like a Jerry Debo Rice t-shirt. Debo hasn't set the records comparable to Jerry Rice. He hasn't. That's no, my but point. I'm just saying, like Jefferson's no one is no one is out here like Randy fan baiting the the base to be like, hey. You guys, I like that guy, and you that, like that like guy. Your your, your your issue is you're speculating on intent, which we it's, it's ridiculous. You can't do. What that. do you it's think his intent is in wearing those shirts? You think he's like they're gonna hate this? It's really one of the off. greats for the franchise and the company yeah, that he know. joins. Like what? <laughs> it's just absurd. You're just the in, in like you're insinuating just absurdity. I'm just saying he threw a temper tantrum. That was what that tweet was about. He he jumped up because he was wide open too. He cooked and I Jalen really, Ramsey. And I thought of there. There's an I and Justin thing a long time ago when I hadn't gotten to use it yet. So <laughs> it's just absurd. There is is there not absurd an I and Justin? How do how do you spell Justin? There's for an me? I and Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> goddamn right. Yeah, there, there, there you go. 
It's just like, look, you we know how to spell like K. True. How do you know? How do you know his birth name is not Justin with a Y? Hmm. Uh, I'd have to do some research, but I'm pretty yeah, sure it's exactly, not. Exactly. Exactly. There you go. He didn't. Okay. Also, he didn't choose to be named Justin. He was like, he could have changed it. He's an adult. Oh it's just absurd. Um, all right. All so right, my what's stock, your stock up. Yeah. What's your stock <laughs> up? We're done with, with yours. Uh, my stock up. Uh, it's going to be pretty brief. It's birds. Uh, the Falcons beat the lions. So they are now plus two all time. Uh, they could have, the lions could have brought it even there and it was, it was close. I mean, they almost pulled out the victory. So birds get the stock up this week. Congratulations to birds. I also, it would, it would really fuck with the all time stat of it, but I kind of want to add the bears to the cat team because I feel like they don't deserve the respect that you give a bear. Like they're kind of like bear cats, you know, like it's more, I mean, you can less call threatening. Like, you know, like a teddy bear, like that's, that's I not mean, a cat, though. It's okay. And I'm I mean, saying, it, like, and it would mess up, it would mess up the all time record. So I'm not going to do it, but I want to do it. So let's there was a bear bird. So it's calling bears cats. Maybe I'll keep track saying? of of bears versus birds, too. It's just the bears versus all the birds <laughs> and just see who who wins that one. OK. Um, all right. <laughs> let's go to stock down. Uh, my stock down goes to Cliff Kingsbury and. Oof. Yeah, mainly just because he has a history now, like of not finishing seasons. Um, Cliff Kingsbury, like he just constantly wherever he goes back at Texas Tech to second half slumps. Um, his teams have been like good, usually in their first seven games and they just fall off. So the Cardinals are 15 and 15, five and one in games uh, in, 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 in the beginning of that. And then they're one in seven. Um or in games one through seven. So I get, you know, in that scope. Yeah. And then Kingsbury in the second half of the season, the rest of the season, they're eight and 18 at Texas tech. It was 27 and 15 in games one through seven and then eight and 25. I just like, dude, finish a season. Like, what are you doing? I just, yeah. The, the blueprint the is out man. on cliff Kingsbury and it's, yeah. you just let time pass. And eventually yeah. his teams get bad. I just, I don't, just I don't what know what it do. is. I don't know what he does during that time. I'm curious where the correlation of like the bye week comes in where like it ruins up their mojo that they've had or, you know, their steam or their hype within themselves. But I don't know. It's maybe Cliff Kingsbury has like seasonal depression. And Maybe. when it gets in Arizona and shitty, well, yeah, I suppose that's that kind of Arizona, that one, doesn't Texas. it? <laughs> yeah. He's not, he's not up in, it gets, in it gets dark weather. earlier. I don't know. I, no, but Arizona, wait, isn't Arizona the one that doesn't acknowledge daylight savings? Yeah. It still gets yeah, dark earlier though. It's like not it, as earlier. I know, so, but like, so however bad he is in Arizona, he'd be way worse. Every, Oh, it's else. like, Oh man. It's like 30 minutes dark or like it's early darker 30 minutes earlier like like than a month i better ago. lose a bunch of football games like no oh uh, i don't know not yeah, good uh, that's that's crazy uh my stock down is uh divisional matchups we had a bunch of divisional matchups this week uh this last week because towards the end of the season a lot of them tend to get backloaded for drama and this week specifically we had uh cincinnati baltimore which was a 20 point difference, uh, Philly and the giants, 24 points, 
Tampa Bay, Carolina, 26 points. And the cherry on top was we already talked about Dallas, Washington, with a 42-point differential in that game. So yeah. that's just four blowouts in these supposed-to-be dramatic divisional matchups that it just really kind of fell flat. I think there were maybe like one or two this weekend that weren't mm-hmm. completely one-sided. So I don't know. It's just kind of a bummer. Yeah, not not good. I, I'm not a big fan of like just pushing so many divisional games. I don't think that you should be allowed to do the same team twice in three weeks. Because that's 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 where we're at with with Philly or we're not with Philly with the the Cowboys and Washington. This is the second time they play each other in three weeks. And it's like, I don't know, let it breathe a little bit. Like, like I, why I'd much rather have like first, just just break it up. First half of the year, you play your division opponents once second half, you play them the second time. Like that way it allows teams to kind of figure out. Cause like obviously a team in week two is probably going to be different than a team in week 16. Yeah, like I'm not like saying the Packer Viking game man. coming up is going to be massively different than the Packer Viking game that was you know months ago, and yeah. and so yeah, I don't know the, the other result stock probably, down, the result won't be different, but yeah, the teams well, are probably. I'll be watching from a different venue, so it's. Going I'm to be different. I'm just saying the 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 Packers. Yes, they've won the games, but they haven't instilled the confidence that I'm like. You're right. We plaster. we are in too many close games. How could we do this? No, to no, our I'm fans? I'm saying like. How could Baker we Mayfield do almost beat you guys like with the terribleness that he played? And yes, they beat yeah. us, but like that Jared Goff did beat, beat you guys. I don't know what. Yeah, to but we also to... but we also beat him. So you know, you know, it is what it is. And I don't think you should discredit the Lions because I have, I got, I got some stats for you here. So Ooh, okay, yeah. All right, well, so let's go into our preview. Our week seventeen. Well, before the preview, do we want to uh, acknowledge the passing of a of a titan? So, so I was gonna I was gonna do that after the preview, before the two. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Just uh, want to make so, sure we covered it. Yeah. So, week seventeen preview. This, of course, is highlighted by the Sunday night game, which has the Minnesota Vikings traveling to Lambeau, take on the Packers, uh, rematch the final game of the season series between them, uh, where the Vikings won the first match. Packers looking to even it up and continue to improve their record and try to lock up uh, the one seed. Um, yeah, and the Packers, unless I think if the the Cowboys lose, and I think the Bucks and there's a couple teams behind them right now, so that one I'm seed pr- is still not locked. But I'm, I'm pretty sure too, because of like conference tiebreakers, because the Packers and the Cowboys didn't play each other this year. Yeah. So because of head like. There's no head to head. The, so the next, yeah. yeah. So the next one would be like like opponent record or whatever. I think it's conference tiebreaker, isn't it? Yeah, but it's, I, I think it's. I'm pretty sure division it's, tiebreaker. It's, I don't even know. No, no, no. It, it goes to like opponent record. So the the teams that you play, oh, teams like your record common. against them. Yes, yep. the, the the common games. So I'm pretty sure that's what it is. If the Cowboys end with the same record as the Packers, they get the one seed. Um, yeah, and so and, so and either way, like finish better. The Packers are a game, or they're a game up right now. They're a game up right now, and so if they win yeah. out, then it's a, it, there's no discussion yeah. to be had. If they end with if they end with three losses, they're the one seed, obviously. Yeah, um, but if, if they end with four losses, and the Cowboys have four losses. Cowboys are the one seed. So yeah, my, and, and this game, is. you know, we talked about a couple weeks ago about the implications. Both teams here, if the Packers win this game. They very likely win their final game against the Lions to secure that one seed. If yep. the Vikings, on the other hand, lose this game this week, 
they need to win next week, which probably wouldn't be super hard, but then they need yeah. like five other things to happen of varying probabilities. Yeah. And it so, becomes very slim chances of making. So here's, here's what the Vikings like. This is scenario is the Vikings. This is how the NFC is right now because of the free fallingness of the Cardinals, which I mean, the Cardinals or the Rams, if one of them started to slip, which the Cardinals are doing, it makes the, you know, the records kind of get into it. And now the Niners to losing is big because the sixth seed is still not out of the question. Obviously some more things that need to happen. The yeah. Vikings can still get the sixth seed. If the Niners win one of two, the Eagles win one of two, the saints win two of three, uh, meaning having, you know, they lost to Miami. So in this case, now they have to win, win out They're doing both. And, yeah. And the Vikings win out. So then the Vikings would get the six seed with the four way tie between those four teams at nine and eight. Um, then the Vikings can also still make the seventh seed. If the Vikings win out and beat green Bay and Chicago saints have to go one and two or Oh, and three in their next, I, I guess in this case, they have to go Oh, and two uh, or one and one now, because they, this is all, this was all before Monday night. So they lost. So they only have to go one and one or just lose both games, which could happen uh who knows with that and the eagles have to go one and one or oh and two in the next games and washington football team has to go one and two or oh and two if that all happens we're the seventh seed the only way that we could get bounced here is if the eagles and the saints and us all end with the same record we lose out that tiebreaker of a three-way tie between those teams it makes it really weird um obviously us losing out kills it but well but you guys losing to the packers this week though would make it hugely unlikely that all of those dominoes the next week would fall into place right yeah no like hey, the, the it's most, kind of the most straightforward the, of the whole operation the most straightforward is us just winning out um i i, I think 538 has us if we lose this game uh this week it puts our playoff chances um down to three percent uh if we win this game it goes up this is before anything else happens it goes up to about 50 percent. so so a lot riding on this week um yeah i don't know and I, I think uh, it's, well and we've got some some kind of breaking stuff this week like we mentioned uh earlier in the show dalvin cook mm-hmm. coming back off the covid list adam thielen done for the season and yeah. also happening today, uh, the Packers officially activated Jair uh, Alexander, who's you know been working his way back from uh, an AC joint injury, and so which would be I think that all three Packers... of those moves are huge. Yeah, no, it is, and I think it's it's going to be interesting to see what the Packers do because yes, they don't have the one seed intact, but at the same time, like they know they're going to the playoffs. So it's a question. It's always a risk, you know, especially coming back a guy that's been out for so long being like, we rush him back. Cause especially, you know, the Vikings, you know, Thielen, it was up to him. And obviously that's a big bummer. Like if maybe if he sits out last week, are, are we sure that Thielen did again. have surgery and he didn't just hear that Jair got activated and no, he had, he had flashbacks. So, okay. Don't make me pull up the, the Thielen on Jair stats because don't make me pull it's up not the in your favor. that one play. It's not in your favor. Like, trust me, Thielen has been very successful against Jair Alexander. Well, he won't be this weekend. I wish him a speedy recovery, but I'm he very wasn't, curious. He didn't, he didn't have a chance to cook him in the first time because Jair was hurt. So 
There you go. It's, it's a, fair. It's, a See, it, it's like Rodgers and Mahomes. It's the same thing. Um, but uh, I, I'm just curious because if Jair's activated and if he plays, he still may not play, even though he's activated. It's not yeah. 100%. But you look at the Packers secondary getting stronger, and you look at the Vikings passing game losing its second best piece. And yeah. I think that's going to be pretty gigantic in a situation where, you know, between Thielen and Jefferson, they cooked the Packers last time pretty badly. Yeah. But once you take away half of that equation, I mean, Jefferson's still going to get his production and he's still going to be a focal point. He's a really good player. Yeah. But it's a lot easier to clamp down on him and worry less about the KJ Osborne's of the world who, while not I terrible, think, are not. And, and that's Adam where, Thielen. that's where I think getting Dalvin Cook back um, off the COVID list. Mm-hmm. is massive. I mean, like that is especially we, we in saw, a super cold game like this. We saw what he did last year at Lambeau. And, and I think it's, you know, yeah. he has, he's had a good history or career against the Packers because the Packers, their biggest weakness has been their run defense in the last few years. And I, and I, I second I, biggest Kevin King is just the first. Well, it's just the whole de- just defensively right speaking as a whole, they're much better. They've been much better against as a pass, unit. Yeah. As a unit that like they give up yards. I mean, we saw what Chubb did like Chubb and the Ernest Johnson. I think we're averaging almost yeah. just under nine yards of carry. Between the the, the performance last week does not inspire confidence. And I think I, I kind of mentioned it a minute ago. This game is going to be insanely cold. It's going to be like yeah. negative two degrees. Yeah. And it's I, I think for the Packers to have success, they're going to have to, you know, I and I think they can do this now with the Thielen news is give Jefferson, you know, the attention. And really, he's the only focal point wide receiver that you have to really worry about and yeah. then stack the box against Delvin Cook, because. I mean, you can't let the Vikings run all over you in this situation, especially in the cold, especially when guys are going to be tired and fatigued almost immediately it yeah you know, I, I could see delvin having a really big day if they don't clamp down on him yeah and i i think here like i saw the packers record against division opponents since mike zimmer took over in 2014 this is where i want to bring up uh you guys are 14 and 2 against the bears you are nine and six only against the lions and you're only seven seven and one uh against the vikings so yeah I mean, like, regardless of how we are, like the seasons we have, like even last year, you know, we split with you guys. We usually do a good job of splitting. It's it's rare, yeah. That you see that you see you guys either, get up either for these one of games us because it's your Super Bowl. Um, <clears throat> and so wow. I, I, I mean, that is very true though. And as far as the division games go, it's not even a question that the Vikings, you know, Packers has the most parity. Uh, you yeah. know, among those matchups that you listed. And I'm not super confident about this game. If you were to give me any other seven and eight team in the league and mm-hmm. say, you're going to play them at home this week in prime time, I'd be like, okay, let's do it. You know, I'd, you never assure victory, but I'd be more confident than I am now because it's the yeah. Vikings. Yeah. And I, and I think it's, you know, division games are always like, especially the NFC North are usually pretty ugly. Like they can be, especially as it gets late in the year, almost like, I don't know. There's just certain about it. Like there's a reason it's called the black and blue division. Like half of them involve the lions and the bears. So that's, that's also part of yeah. the ugliness, but yeah, yeah. but it's, it, I, I'm, I'm not seeing a blowout. I, I just, 
because a yes the vikings like we just it's physically impossible i guess for us to blow anyone out and to get blown out i don't know we are we are at 14 one score games and we have our chance to break the record uh for 15 <laughs> one score games in a season so great if you guys are winning by 14 at the end, hypothetically, you, you know, you, you'd let that touchdown go just to oh, keep that well, record you, going. We're going to go, we're going to go ultra pre prevent. And by prevent, <laughs> I mean, let you drive down the field and score a touchdown to make it interesting. There we um, go. You know, that's just what we do. It's our bread and butter. And so I, I don't know. I think eh, this is, this is the season obviously. And I don't want to get in the playoffs at eight and nine and like, is nine and eight that much better? Not really, but at the same it, time, it is though. It's yeah, the the bigger numbers first. Well, it's yeah, actually well, also, it's, significant. you know, it's also technically a winning season because it's you know, unless you're the Lions or that have a Lions or Steelers that have a tie, you're not having a 500 season this year. I'm not a math major, but I don't think the Lions are going to have a 500 season. Anyway. No, the, the Steelers, Steelers are very much a player for that. They're seven, seven, and one. Yep. So I, I think. You know, I, I don't know. I, it's the Packers. Like I'm always going to be nervous about it. Like any division game, every fight is going to be nervous, but yeah, I'm curious well, to see the, how the weather plays. Yeah. And we've alluded to it. Uh, I will be in attendance at this game. Yep. I am currently for the last couple of days, I have been planning out all of my layers, trying not to uh, lose any extremities during this yep. situation. And I wouldn't have it any other way. You say I love now. being cold. I love being uncomfortable. And you say it now. If, and if they start losing, I'm definitely not going to be very upset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, all right. I think from there, we can. There are a couple other games that I wanted to, to point out because obviously we're going to spend most of the time here talking about our game, but a couple of interesting ones. Chiefs at Bengals. Oh, also, before, uh, what do you think the line is? Vikings I'm going to give the Packers two and a half. Packers six and a half. Uh, over I under been forty-seven off on these lines. I think you can tell that I don't believe in the Packers to like cover these spreads as much as the odds makers do. Like, yeah. I think that's the third one in a row where I've been very pessimistic, and I've been right. I, I think I think it's interesting. Like, I wonder what the line would be if had we beat the line. Had we beat a the Lions, but like also the Rams. Like, if we won that, if you guys had beat the Rams, won I last my week, two and a half probably would have been yeah. pretty accurate. Um, but I don't know. I mean, the Vikings, like I, I, in that case, I'd take Vikings like that six and a half. Like, I think we cover, like, I don't know. I just, well, six and a half means it's a one score game. Basically essentially. Yeah. Like I just, I see this being like a three, four point game. I don't know. I just, it's going to come down to a couple plays here and there, like a couple, you know, whatever, like every football game, whatever team makes the least amount of mistakes, probably win, except that didn't work out. That didn't work last week because we, won the turnover battle three to one and we lost. So, you know, yeah. Whichever team scores the most points usually wins. Oh, that's, thank that's you. really where thank you go. Thank you, Trent Dilfer. Yeah. Thank you. A um, couple other ones to, to highlight here. Like I said, the Bengals chiefs or chiefs at Bengals. That's interesting because of how the Bengals are rounding out the chiefs, obviously. You know, Unstoppable terror. force, immovable object. Joe Burrow let the world on fire last week, but the chiefs yeah. defense has been phenomenal recently. Yeah. So, who knows? We'll see. Um, so then another one is uh, what other one? Oh, the Cardinals at Cowboys. So this is one mm. that the Cardinals desperately need to win. Cowboys looked very good on Monday, obviously. I'm um, going to do that thing that I do again. 
You want to know how I know the Cowboys are going to win? How? Because I think the Cardinals are going to win. I feel like the Cardinals are going to win this game because, like, you count the Cardinals out. At this point, they lost to the Colts. They've been kind of spiraling. The Cowboys just absolutely annihilated their division rival. And this is going to be a head-scratcher where the Cardinals end up winning. And no one quite knows what happened. And because I said that, that means that the Cowboys will win. So this way, I'm I gotta be right. Yeah, on one side or the other. <laughs> um, so I'm curious to see what happens with this one. So those are the games I kind of want to point out. Everything else, you know, a lot of divisional games, but those are the most intriguing, um, of course. So let's let's get into yesterday. We found out uh, yesterday being Tuesday. Um, the sudden unexpected passing of NFL legend John Madden passed away at the age of 85 uh, Tuesday morning. Um, I know I, Kevin and I, we, you know, we grew up and play Madden. We still do to this day, Jake, I'm sure you do as well. Um, I mean, household name. I mean, John Madden probably, I mean, we, everyone grew up with, you know, Pat Summerall and John Madden and the way he elevated the game of football, like, teaching fans about concepts of football was just paramount to the growth of the game. And it's, you know, it's obviously a tragedy, but it's, it's um, super sad. It was, you know, unexpected. It wasn't kind of like he was declining for a while. It sounds like it just kind of came out of nowhere, caught everyone by surprise. And I was kind of thinking about the other day and it's, it sounds a little bit dramatic, but like I'm a Packer fan because of my dad, but I'm a football mm-hmm. fan partly because of John Madden, because of those, yeah. you know, Madden games. And you kind of talked about it. I mean, those games, as much as I love to kind of shit on them nowadays, it's still, that's how, you know, a lot of people, including I think both of us really get introduced to these, these deeper concepts and this kind yeah. of additional level of information about the game and that's how you kind of fall in love with the game. And so, yeah, it's just, it's super sad. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Jake, do you have any? Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I grew up with playing Madden, watching John Madden on TV all the time. I mean, like he got made, like obviously kind of got like, um, imitated a lot. Like a lot of people didn't really like the bit, but like, I, I loved it. Like he was fun. Yeah. He made it fun. And like, I give him it. I mean, it kind of yesterday really put it in perspective because like, I, you just realize how much he actually meant for yourself yeah. and like for the game of yeah. football. And he really got me to like, just get fall in love with the game. So like, it sucks. It's sad, you know, rest in peace, John Madden, you know, legend. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of easy to forget too. just, you know, people talking about his career kind of in, in retrospective now where we know him from the games a little bit from the broadcast booth. He was also an awesome head coach for like a yeah. really long time. The highest win percentage. Yep. I think I heard of any coach with at least a hundred wins, like yep. really good. Won a Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, just crazy, crazy, awesome dude. Really sad. Yeah. And also like, I'm sorry, I saw it. You know, is on the flip side. Uh, shame on whoever that dude was, that, like, oh, that doctor yeah. dude, that yep. like started to say like, well, stop glorifying the death of someone that like 
created. He was trying to call know, him a white supremacist because he yeah. had a career adjacent to football. I don't know if that guy knows that yeah. some white people play football. I mean, like, I obviously less percentage wise, but like he called fantasy football like plantation like cosplay yeah. or something. I mean, yeah. just a bizarre. I, just, I don't know. Rant. Like, I was just like, and that same dude me? has multiple tweets from like less than a year ago talking about playing Madden against his brother. So like, he's just yeah. completely full of shit. He's just trying it's... to stir up controversy. He got ratio. It's probably what he wanted. Cool yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. Sick dude. <laughs> so that was, that was unfortunate to see today, but I'm not shocked at all by that. So Twitter's the uh, worst. So, so yeah, rest in peace, John Madden. Um, sad day in football yesterday and all day today. I mean, you're seeing all the time like Schefter and I had, I have my alerts on this week for Schefter and Ian Rappaport in case of like COVID news. Um, Oh, also big news. Trying uh, trying to win that fantasy football championship or something. Maybe we haven't talked about it yet. So uh, we have a rematch of last year's fantasy championship between, between our two hosts here at third and forever. Kevin and I are in our fantasy championship against each other um, as a rematch of last year. So, it's good. Um, good uh, stock up is our credibility because if we were the two guys in our league that have a fantasy football or have a football podcast, yeah, and we weren't good at fantasy football, that would be a pretty, pretty significant blow to our overall credibility. Well, so. and that's the thing. Like, keep in mind, we're not a dynasty league. We're a redraft, a full redraft. So, oh yeah, you know, you you don't get to be like, oh, because I have Patrick Mahomes or you know, Devontae well, Adams or Derrick Henry, you know, whatever. We're a full redraft, and I have, like, two guys from that draft on my team so far. Oh, it's same. a wild Yeah, like every time I see my matchup <laughs> recap, my team, it's, like, only 30% of teams I drafted, and, like, yep. 30% picked up, 30% traded for. Like, I all I know is, like, I'm just not very, like, I'm way confident in my team that I draft, but they are not my team at all at the end of the year. I, mean, I have a couple staples, football. and it's just, you know, you know, wheel and deal, and is what it is. Um, but oh, I have my r- alerts on in case of people going on COVID, people getting off COVID. And obviously with yesterday, it's just been constant. Like, you know, John Madden, uh, there was the the Bears beat writer for ESPN, Jeff Dickerson. He passed away, um, which was really sad. And so I'm seeing a lot of that. Where, like, you know, charities set up in his, in his name for his wife and, or his family and people – you know, that were suffering. So I think he had cancer. Uh, I don't remember what kind, but um, mm-hmm. so that yeah. I, I've been seeing a lot of that obviously the last couple of days. So just, we wanted to put that out there. Um, that was a big news, sad news uh, in the world of football, especially the NFL. Yeah. We would be remiss not to mention it. Yeah. Um, talk right. about smaller news. Let's, let's go to our uh, two minute drill. So this week I'm asking Kevin, Kevin's asking Jake and Jake's asking me. I'm glad you're keeping track of this. Yeah. I mean, it just, I just alternate who I This one might, this one might be good. I guess I don't know who writes most of the tweets, but I have a theme to mine that's kind of Twitter related. So we'll, it'll be a good test. Third and forever tweets? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that was funny where you like, Try to throw out there on Thursday, and I'm like, I didn't even do that one. I'm like, all right, I was. Well, I think I was, something happened, and I think all three of us tweeted about it because I was looking. I was like, Is no one going to say it? I feel like yeah. we got to say it, and so all three of us tweeted like the same clip with different captions. Well, yeah, because we didn't even talk about AJ Brown went nuclear on Thursday night in his first game back in the second half, um, and there were a lot of t- tweets about that. And I have AJ Brown on my fantasy team. Oh, do you? And I had the stones to start him. I mean, like that was like, hey, there no a lot one of gives me said, credit for having the stones to start Tyreek Hill. 
You you put him in your lineup so fast. I did leave Justin oh, Jackson on my bench. Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, but still, um, I don't know. So there were a lot of interesting things about that where Kevin tried to be like, "Oh, you just tweeting this? Like, I wonder who tweeted this." I one. think I like, think you're crazy. accepting Jake to tweet and about I was, it. And I was and I was like, Brown. "Hey, I wasn't even me." I was so happy that you did that. I was like, "All right," because if it was me, I'd be like, "Dang, you got me." But like, also, all of our tweets gonna are going to tw- be about Josh I'm Allen tweet about it because it was sweet. Travis Kelsey, awesome. AJ Brown, Zeke. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's go to two minute drill. Um, we all have three, so I guess it doesn't matter who starts first. Uh, okay, I'll start first. How about that? Okay, so you're asking Jake. I'm asking Jake. All right, ready, yeah. set, go. All right, so the theme of my questions I'm going to tell you an NFL team hashtag, and you're going to tell me which team it is. Do you know all of them, or is this going to be hard for the, you? The funny thing is, is I have had to look these up so many times. Yep, yep. same. <laughs> so- and, and I've intentionally picked vague one so your first hashtag is hashtag keep pounding oh the panthers isn't it why though what does that mean run the ball there's one thing a panther does it's pound pounded panthers baby i actually hate that i knew that so fast (laughs) yeah i only know it because when cam newton came back everyone's tweeting out like keep pounding keep pounding you know like that's the only reason i know that It's the life of the internet. Um, so mine also has a theme, and um, I just went completely all John Madden because love it, legend himself. So I'm just, it's just going to kind of be a down memory lane type thing for everybody. Okay. So Adam, mm-hmm. tell me if you can remember what is what was your favorite John Madden moment? Just one that comes to the top of your head. Um. Oh, uh, I'd probably have to say. Uh, when he's doing a Thanksgiving game where he's mm-hmm. like breaking down the drumsticks and like going through being like at the point of attack on a Turkey. I and thought you were like going to say the turducken. Oh no, no. I, I, I was, I was mainly like, cause I saw it today. Like, Oh, this turducken's mm-hmm. great. But I love how he was like talking about how, where he'd like on a Turkey, where he'd start and like how he, like the process <laughs> of how he'd attack that Turkey. And so I, I love that one. Just anytime. I mean, him at Thanksgiving was great. He was the he was on the call with uh I believe it was with Summerall on the the you know the Randy Moss three catches, 163 yards, three touchdown game. And it was just like him just be like, This kid's incredible, and like just going crazy <laughs> about it. Uh so yeah, I'd probably say that one. Um, all right. My first question, Kevin. Hmm. Are the Cowboys legitimate Super Bowl contenders? Yes. Um their coach is Mike Tim McCarthy, boys. but that hasn't stopped all Super Bowl teams in history. He's one of uh, he's one as many Super Bowls as Aaron Rodgers. So yeah, it, it, exactly the same one, in fact. And yeah. so, and I mean, they have a good offense, lots of weapons, and they have a defense that is you know fairly talented and opportunistic is also yeah. a big part of that, which kind of reminds me of a certain Packers team. But anyway, uh, all right, Jake, your next hashtag. Hashtag here we go. That's really a hashtag. That is a real like a mar- NFL a marketing team. Hashtag. A marketing team it sat out and said this is it. Right next to the hashtag when you tweet it. Here we is, go. Is that the Steelers? It is. It is oh my yeah. god! I gotta get off Twitter. Which for like is a week. extra hilarious <laughs> because, like, if there's one team where you're not like, all right, here we go, it's the fucking Steelers. 
<laughs> that is the team that would deserve that hashtag just because literally you don't know what they're going to do on a weekly Why would you do like steel curtain or terrible so, towels? Or you got other things as the Steelers. There's a lot sure. of things you could do. Yeah. Nah, here we go. <laughs> um, all right. So Adam, mine again, John Madden related. Uh, what is your favorite? He has three really like um, just legendary uh, catchphrases. Um, doink, wham, and uh, I think the other one was just boom. Boom. Like you just yeah. said boom. Yeah. Uh, Which one of those? It has to be boom. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I mean, like it, it's the same thing as like Chris Berman being like, what? You yeah. know, it has to be <laughs> just boom. Because like every time, like he would, you know, it you, you he's doing a replay of a running back hitting a hole or like a contact, just like boom. You know, it's just. It boom, you got this boom. guy over there. Boom. He's yeah. over there now. Yeah. yeah. And it's, see, it's like excellent. for me personally, there's nothing funnier than a doink when a kicker puts one right off the upright. And the first time oh, yeah. that I heard him say that, I, I mean, did, did he think about it now? Doink? I see. I or think did, he did. I don't know. Maybe. Cause if he, he invented it, then that's going to be close. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I, that's the first person I ever heard say it. So mm-hmm. I could be I, wrong. I only say, I only say boom because like any highlight or thing you see of him calling games he's he's usually saying a boom in there you know like and there's usually multiple like firing off so that's that's why i'm gonna go with that um all right kevin yes. are the bills back no no the bills are not oh. back um the patriots are good but not as good as everyone's giving them shine for and the bills still can't run which is a problem. They also have Singletary's looked pretty good the last few weeks. Yeah, I mean, he's looked good compared to the nothing they had before, but I still don't take them incredibly seriously. Uh, that said, some of the bills are literally back, apparently, because you can get COVID and come back like two days later. So, new rules. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Five-day all quarantine right. time instead of 10. It's great. Uh, all right, your last hashtag, Jake. And I want to give an honorable mention. This this was a 2020 hashtag. This isn't your last one. I just wanted to say this one, get it on the record. The Bengals hashtag in 2020 was seize the day. D-E-Y. Gross. Which is the grossest thing I've ever heard. Um, but anyway, so your your final hashtag. Hashtag we are Texans. Yeah, I was about to say, if you don't, huh? if you huh? don't say that well, one. So it's the it's the Texans. Uh, yeah. No, it's the Cowboy. No, it is the Texans. Yeah. <laughs> that would be an all-time troll job. But that's why the Texans did that. Because they're like, if we don't, the Cowboys are going to say, hashtag, we are Texans. See, like, it's, it's it's just wild to me that, like, these are, like, NFL marketing, like, yeah. teams. And they, I mean, they get paid a ton, I'm sure. And this is, like, the best that a group of, like, 10 can come up with. Well, and like, it's funny because there's the whole gamut of, like, there's the really weird off the wall ones. Like, here we go. That don't make any sense. There's really boring ones on the other side, like the hashtag Washington football. And then there's stuff in the middle, which I put, you know, skull, go pack, go like those actual chants that people say it. And it, it just, why don't we all do that? But I don't know. I'm here for it. I'm actually kind of impressed that I got, I mean, I know my Twitter hashtag. Three for three, man. Good oh, job. Literally. literally. Well, I, I, I do want to say, like, sorry, boss man, but I'm sorry. Hashtag for the shoe. For the shoe is, is so bad. I stand like, by that. 
I, I just, I don't know. Like you could, like you you're could not the Indianapolis it's, it's shoes. A, it's a cult. Like you could, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't like, like hashtag, like buck on or like hashtag buck off. cult 45. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. When, when I'm like, when I'm tweeting, I have to find a hashtag. You know how many of those hashtags I find? And I'm just like, this is, this is so dumb. This yeah, I, it's I, terrible. I, <laughs> yeah. When you, when you type in like hashtag cults and it doesn't yeah. pop up and you're like, ah, oh, crap. What is it? I know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Adam, last one. Uh, simple one. It's going to be, um, I think, a lot of football fans. Um, uh, this might even embrace, embrace debate with football fans. Best Madden that you played? Uh, I, feel like the, I feel like the answer has to be 07, right? Like That's what I was going to say. Like I feel like it has to be the Michael Vick 07 where he literally. Oh, that was 04. 04, I'm sorry. 04, I'm sorry. 04. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, four. I feel like it has to be oh, four. Um, just because of Michael Vick. I also did love, I don't, maybe I'm thinking oh, seven might have been the first one where they had like the career mode where you have like an apartments apartment. and like houses oh, yeah. and like mansions. Yeah. I, and you could also do like a career mode for a kicker, like which, <laughs> which is just wild. Like I've made one of those. Um, th- that was fun. Um, I don't know. I those, those are great. I also liked the the first one when it like went on to like PS3 or like the next gen. Like that was always that was cool. That was 07. That was that? Yeah. I was looking up old Madden's today. That's how I know that. Okay. But because like I, the I one, know with, there was the one like, was Sean Alexander on it, 07. Oh, because like there was also one where like I really liked maybe I'm thinking when it went on PS4 for the first time. That's what it is. When it went on PS4 for the first time. That was 20, which might have been like I'm pretty sure. That was the one with Palomalu and Fitzgerald on it. No, 25 was Barry Sanders. Palomalu and them. That was a 10. That was 10. Oh, it was 10. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. I have it. And in we're at two of them. Where it had like, because like that was great. Because like you could tell the difference in like the graphics. You're like, whoa. And even now, like they haven't really got that much better. Um, but like that one was such a big upgrade. So that was cool. But I mean, 04 with Mike Vick was just absurd. Uh, Any like, I literally the one with the passing cone. Yeah, like oh, and also I yeah I I like that too because I used to go as Michael Vick in practice where you could do a free practice and do a play and get to the sideline and just start running up and down the sideline and going to like getting to the goal line, stopping and running like straight right, like going in a big circle, hundred yard circle, <laughs> like on the full field, and the team just like chasing me around. It would just be endless because I could never be caught because the computer was so bad at like angles and like they couldn't do it that way. <laughs> That was also like ones where you saw like Devin Hester had a hundred speed. That was like, I made the mistake one year of mess, like be like, Oh, I like flipped it back and I couldn't go back. I couldn't get him back to a hundred. I was like, Oh shit. Oh, what I do a mistake. <laughs> I was like, Oh no. And like, you couldn't real like that was not, they didn't have community rosters then. So I was like, well, all right, Devin Hester, sorry. You're not a hundred speed anymore, <laughs> but uh, I'd probably say, Oh, four. I don't know. I still play Madden. Like, even if I don't, I have issues with the games. Um, just because like, like I go, I'm so far down in like a franchise as like a coach or an owner. I just like, I, you know, made up people. Like I import roster, like college recruits and all that or recruiting classes or draft classes. But I'm at the point where you don't know, like it's now like, you know, people that you never heard of. And I just draft and do stuff like that's. I still enjoy that. I wish they had, coach carousels like if you could start out as like a coordinator 
become a head coach and like that would be cool like they did in I NCAA wish that the football. games were better now you know yeah. like I think we all yeah, kind of just wish that they were blanket statement better but yeah and they just didn't just improve cosmetics and things like that and or, rosters, or maybe even rosters. not improve cosmetics and yeah just keep them where they're at for four years straight but yeah yeah so uh so that I'll say that one all right Kevin last one who is the best case and worst case scenario for the Vikings next head coach for you. Ooh. It's like, who, who would you really prefer? So the best us? case is the worst and the worst case is the exactly. best. Right. Yeah. Like who is like the hire that you're like laughing uh, and you love it. You're like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe they hired that person. And who is the person that you're like, shit, I actually wish they didn't hire that guy. I'm just going to, I'm Googling coach candidates. Cause I just want a list in front of me. So I might be overlooking uh, somebody. Yeah. I think that, uh, I'm going to kind of give a, a co-award for worst to a uh, and left, Witch right off the bat. I think that a guy like that uh, as the head coach of the Vikings would be scary with your offense. Yeah. Um, I, let's see. I think. Oh, Nathaniel Hackett's on here. That's sad. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, I don't know. Kellen Moore, anyone offensive really is going to be a, is going to be a problem. I think that if you guys were to pick up, uh, you know, some sort of, I don't know, anyone from college, I don't think there's a single college coach out there that I think would turn out well. I think the worst case scenario would be if we went and draft, like hired a guy, like Les, like literally if we hired Leslie Frazier back, because he's a big candidate. He's the Bills yeah, that would be coordinator. Excellent. Like yeah. if we hired him back, because he just he's just a wet blanket. You know, he's no fire there. Like I don't know. I just what is Childress up to these days? Is he, is he working? <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, got to the NC or NFC Championship game. So yeah, that was, was all that. him too. That was all Childress. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, my my best case scenario, anyone of. Like I, I, I've been on here talking about, I love Kellen Moore. The only issue I have, it might be too soon. Like he's only like 33. I think his name um, is too similar to the, your heir apparent quarterback. Well, too. well my issue is two that my issue is that he, he might not be like the, the, the quality of like leader of men, you know, is a big thing. Like, can he, <laughs> Can he handle like can he He's handle a locker of room? Men. <laughs> well, like no, like like can he can he control a locker room? Can he demand the respect of a locker room? Like are are players like older than him going to like he? I'm gonna follow this guy. You know, like I could see, you know, what it happens. Like, like you it, think your team is a little undisciplined? No, like if Kellen Moore, if Kellen That's Moore were named like in this situation, the and the Packers were going. Do you really think he'd be able to handle or deal with like would Aaron Rodgers respect him? Maybe, probably I not. Mean, I don't think a that guy Matt LaFleur is younger? like a giant alpha male leader no, of men kind no, of guy, the, and he seems to have done pretty well. But at the same time, he's not he wasn't 33 years old. Like no, that's true. That what worries me. The age thing does worry me about Kellen Moore. I could be completely wrong. It might be a little too early. That's why I'm like Byron Leftwich. I'm okay with Brian Dable. I'm okay with. Eric Bieniemy, okay, great. Like he has the Minnesota ties. I all you I know, want is you know offensive my, minded. My favorite option would be you guys just keep Mike, just run it back one more Probably. time. Keep his I, kid. I, keep what happens, Clint's kid? What happens you know. if you guys lose on Sunday and now you're seven, eight, and one against him? 
I I mean, we're still going to the playoffs, and you guys maybe aren't. I know, so. but like, I did that this we'll, year. We'll cross that. Know. We'll cross that mental okay. bridge when we get to it. I suppose. All right. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Um, and two minutes. Yeah. All right. It's like, well, it's like twenty minutes. Yeah, it is what it is. We, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we, find we gotta ways. get some pep and kind of, you know, we gotta go in a little bit with our. With what our we need minutes. to have is like a sound thing that, like a timer, like a countdown, like getting us, like, oh shit, it's coming here. I gotta be really concise. Like I don't know. Well, and also way. I feel like we've lost the spirit of two minutes a little bit. Where like it's supposed to be your gut reaction, you just go kind of thing. And we gotta, yeah, we gotta get it, back to that. It's instead of it being like a two, like a running clock, we're like two minutes in an NBA basketball game where there's just constant time timeout. Every, every question is a timeout. That's really yeah. what it is. Like two minutes in NBA is like 10 minutes, actually. Um, there we if go. not longer. So that's kind of, we, need to, that makes we just need to go back to NFL. So we'll just go back to NFL two minutes. Um, all right. Well, I think that's going to do it. I, again, last before we go, Kevin, confidence meter. How do you feel about Sunday? Because we're not going to be together. I won't be able to, to see it. So how do we feel? I'm one to ten. Ten, obviously, it's a win, confident. no problem. Zero or one being six. like shit. Okay. If I said anything more than six, I'd feel like I was jinxing what, myself. What was it the first time around? What would you say? I mean, in hindsight. I, I, don't, I don't remember. But In hindsight, I think on the road, it was probably more like a four. I think my confidence is just a four or a six, depending on whether or not we're at home. Okay. How about Jake, you? What about you? Well, Jake first. Uh well, I mean, Kevin, if that if you're a six, um, the spread is six and a half. Would you like to place a friendly podcast? Oh, a podcast wager. I, so you're talking about covering now because I'm less well, confident in them to cover. I don't think that, they, <laughs> that that's the if, same. If not, it's fine. I'm a gambling man. So if, if, if you want to throw some money on it, that's fine. We so can you're saying we can throw how much? How much do you want? You're talking win oh, outright too, right? Oh no, I was saying I was saying plus, I was saying okay. plus six and a half. So you, you, yeah, half. You, you give them the six and a half. Well, what yes. are the odds on that then? Uh, I can just. I, don't know I mean, I, I we can do we can do twenty dollars just you and me. Okay, twenty bucks if the Packers cover at six and a half. Nice. I love right. it. Book it. Sweet. I'm gonna keep track of it. <laughs> all I'm gonna be rich. <laughs> I have a feeling by the first quarter I might just be paying. <laughs> you might get like a drunk team's message from me, like I want that twenty dollars, you know, <laughs> ASAP. <laughs> but yeah, um, otherwise, confidence-wise, um, ah, it's the Packers in Lambo on prime time. Uh, five. Uh, I'll mm. go with a five, just because it literally could go nice any. Even. It could go fifty-fifty. Yeah. It really could. Adam, how about you? Uh, it uh, it just mm. depends on what team we're gonna get. Like, uh. if it's the team, if it's the team that played the first half against the Steelers, I feel better. But if it's the team that played the second half, I don't. So I'll go in the middle. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say confidence. Prime time. That's the thing. <laughs> Sunday night. Three and a half. You're having a stroke over here trying to yeah. figure it out. Three and a half. We got no no Adam Thielen. Three and a half. Oh. And no no Adam Thielen. Woof. Uh, had he played, it'd be up a point and a half probably. He'd probably give me an even five. But without Adam Thielen, I'll say three and a half. If Jair plays three and a half. If not, four and a half. I still think under five. I can't give myself to say five without Thielen in there. Cook helps, but eh, prime time too. Sunday night. 
I don't know. Plus, we'll I'll see. be there adding crowd noise, which is a big No, factor. I don't know. Like, How do you know I won't be there? I'm pretty sure if you were there, you would have told me by now. You don't know. We're going to do like that always sunny meme across the restaurant. Just like, How do you know I didn't find out where you guys are sitting and I bought the seat next to you so we can watch se- the game together? What section am I sitting in? I haven't told you. I'm not telling you. I'm not going to disclose that. Well, I don't want anyone else we'll listening see. to randomly pop up here. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> remember adam it's too cold out for us for viking fans it's oh too that's cold. right it's God, too cold and right. i mean good luck getting those tickets because you know because you know damn I just, thing sold I just out live, until the end of time i just live in constant heat i just you know i've never been cold i mean in my you life. you do you you live in a, a little box of heat and then you get in your right. rolling I, box never, of heat to go to I, a different I've box never, of heat i didn't grow up going up you know, past Duluth, Minnesota, my entire childhood. I've just never dealt with cold. Have you ever watched like. a professional football game? I almost, I almost fucked that question up. Have you, have you almost, have you ever watched a professional football game and been cold during it? Uh, probably I'm trying to think. Yeah, I went, I went when we played at TCF. <laughs> Ah shit! Okay, I was gonna say like, I've gone like, when they played obviously there. Obviously, we've been cold. Like, yeah, I, I wasn't at the I Seahawks I one. That. I wasn't Damn at the it. Seahawks one, but yes, I've been when they played there the couple of years. All right, congratulations! You're an honorary Packer fan. <laughs> nope, renounce that. You want to be an owner? Um, no, I know you don't either. So I'm so, I'm shocked. Did you not? Get, I, I would have thought maybe you would have got like a present, like your you got your like owner's thing. But no, I thought that would have been like a Christmas I probably present. could have like traded some of them in for that, but I didn't actually get it. I got mm. a Jair jersey, which I'll be wearing, but oh nice. Um, all right. I think that's gonna do it. We've been long enough here. So uh yes, a long episode. For, yeah, back to back long ones. We gotta figure out a way to make this shorter. Um nah. uh thanks for listening to another episode of Third Forever, presented by Ten Thousand Takes. Go to the website at 10ktakesmn.com. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. If you just search 10K Takes, you can also find us on Twitter and TikTok at third underscore forever 10K, where we post our episodes each week, as well as links to all of our socials, me, Jake, Kevin. Uh, you can find us you know, on there. We're a little more active, especially during game days, a little more emotional, a little more likely to get in fights. Um, or if you just want to find the memes in the comments and the, the fun content, third and forever is your, your person or account for that we're a little more unbiased or try to be we're gonna post highlights for every team uh, especially the prime times uh i've been your host adam eyes for as always by producer jake as well as my co-host kevin Ohm. kevin final words r.i.p john madden